Camp Rock. Camp Rock. Camp Rock. We rock. That can only mean one thing. It's another episode of A Whole New Pod, the podcast all about Camp Rock. Oh, oh. <laughs> We're only Camp Rock okay. from here on out. Fully committed. Though we only get that this is the final Jam. final Camp Rock. Yeah. Uh, I should yeah. say, I'm Lucas Melby. I'm Yakub. Camp counselor for this episode. Jacob's a junior counselor. Yeah, for now. Yeah, we're the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. And this is going to be a bit of a unique episode. Wow. But probably won't turn out to be too unique because I wanted to try something different with how we approach this oh, no. podcast, this episode. I want to try something new. I thought maybe we should make this actually good. Uh, but that's probably not going to happen. I let's do an assortment of different movie podcasts, and they generally yes. go in one or two ways. It's a movie discussion podcast where you kind of have to watch the movie. And then, then there's others like ours, but probably not quite to the extensive level of detail that we go into, that they just kind of recap the movie, go through it, discuss it, goof on it. Uh, I tried to not take too many notes wow. to kind of just oh, uh, no. structure our conversation to be more broadly, but I still took plenty of notes. Thank God. This is mostly motivated by the fact that we are sitting in a room where, this has been discussed, I think, in previous episodes, where I do have an air conditioner but we're, it's we're right next to where I'm at. Boys. Uh, it's a window air conditioner, so we can't have it on when we record. And maybe even get some echo off of it throughout this episode. Uh, so we maybe want to try to keep this as short as possible because we're in a bit of a heat wave here in Minnesota. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Because we also, later on, to stick all the way through to the end, we have a return of a fan favorite segment. I call it a fan favorite segment because... You're I'm, a fan. I'm the number one fan, yes. probably. If I wasn't a fan, at least moderately, of this show, we would not have made it to episode 80, it, it would Camp not Rock exist. 2, yes. colon, the final jam. And being episode 80, it's definitely time to experiment. Oh, no. But as I said, this will be unique, but probably not that unique. We'll, we'll resort to our old ways. Jacob, I said, you gotta be more on the ball, you know? You're not maybe just gonna get by with... Nose whistling, throat oh, clearing. I, I, I could luck out, you know, with, yuffing. with any um, musical as Camp Rock is. There's about, you know, 25 minutes of song and dance. So, to give kind of a more prompt for a discussion, Camp Rock 1. Speaking for myself, it wasn't even that many episodes ago, actually. Not the biggest fan I felt of Camp Rock 1. So going into this one, Jacob, what were you hoping to get out of Camp Rock 2? More Jonas Brothers as a uh, as a collective. In the first one, it's really just the one. I don't I don't remember yes. which one it is. Nick Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. So he's like really the only other one. Like we were talking about earlier, the other two you you, you see them through phone calls or whatever, but they're not really don't have. It was roles. odd for. The Jonas Brothers definitely were popular at the time for it to seem to be more of a solo vehicle for them. Anything else you were really hoping? Um, Because according to Wikipedia, this is the last decon sequel we'll get until Teen oh. Beach Movie 2 in like 2015. So yeah. Wow. Uh, so this will be a rare time where we won't have another movie for a while where it's like... Oh, I really, we were looking forward to High School Musical too, which, which is also saying, though, a, a lot of their movies that were coming out then weren't really 
too successful where they deemed they would need a sequel for for the next five years. Or that maybe they didn't make sense. I mean, where, where's yeah. my den brother, too? <laughs> <laughs> zombies, though. That, we get at least a trilogy oh, for God. zombies. Uh, as far as what I wanted out of Camp Rock 2, we'll get plenty of that throughout our discussion of this movie. Because okay. I think this movie's pretty good. It's not bad. It, uh... The, the production and the quality, I think, were almost on par to High School Musical. Probably actually beyond. Better, yeah. I don't think the first movie, the first Camp Rock, it was maybe like even lesser, lower quality than High School Musical 1. Just like the, the budget, maybe. Like, I don't know. Just the choreography just seemed more extravagant. All right, let's get into it. Okay. First off. It being a sequel, we're supposed to already know all these characters. So, quick rundown yeah. of our characters. Main character, Demi Lovato, playing Mitchie Torres. Mitchie. Also along for the ride, her mom, the camp cook. Her dad, not present at all. Hardly present in the original movie. The mother, too. The mother, too, we've recently watched in the Wizards of Waverly Place Yeah, please, movie. Jacob. On our drive over here, Jacob's like, this mom seems familiar. <laughs> yep, she was in the Wizards of Waverly Place. We start the movie. Who is this mom? <laughs> I, I told you, Jacob. Well, I, I, I was referring to maybe I've seen her in other, you know, maybe like cop shows or something like that. Nope, this is the cyclical conversations we had. Because when we were watching... Uh, the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. She looks This familiar. mom seems familiar. Oh, she's from Camp Rock. No, oh, yeah. she must be something in something more. Something no, else. fast forward to Camp Rock 2. Who is this mom? <laughs> I'm uh, very, uh, you know, invested in her. The mom, though, kind of gets a little friendly. Oh. Not, not too far. Oh. But it is fr- more friendly in a way where this movie has lots of pairings of love interests up. So the mom spends a lot of time with the head of Camp Rock. Camp great Rock. character name. Uh, Brown uh what is his name? Brown. Brown Cornelius. No, Brown Cesario. Cesario, the, yes. The Australian uncle to the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Who are in the group Connect 3. The most important one coming off of Camp Rock 1 is... Camp Rock. Shane Gray, who is played by Joe Jonas, who is yep. the love interest of Demi Lovato. I don't actually really know. I think one of them's name is Jason. Throughout the, the discussion, I'm just going to be referring to them as Joe, Kevin, and Nick. Nick. Kevin, you might remember in our last episode, Jacob was really pushing that he looked like Drake Bell. (laughs) Looks notably less like Drake Bell in this movie. Well, as as you were saying, all the hairstyles are completely different. Yeah, two years makes a big difference. Weird friend is who I refer to is Caitlin, who was kind of, she's less, she's actually very much not in this movie very much. I didn't think she was a great actress in the first one. She was the one who had that weird, like, techno breakdown that they're like, this is amazing. It's like, it's actually not very good. (laughs) She's in this. We won't talk about who Jacob maybe thought her or somebody else looked like. Uh. Tess Tyler was the mean girl in the first movie who had a pop star mom. She's still kind of... Well, she ended. We ended her, the yeah. original movie with her. Should have been we, better in classic decom her, fashion. You know. The mean person actually has like a bad parent, so we actually should feel bad for them, and they're redeemed. Well, they throw that out the window right away with her. She's, they almost throw her entire character out a window. Yeah, she's not very likable. So, but she's even in less of this movie than the original one. But she does serve maybe a a bigger role in the end. Well, I mean, we can maybe dive into that. Her friends who turned on her but then eventually accepted her back are Ella and Peggy. And that's about our, our cast of characters who is important for this movie. There's only really like three new characters that are important overall that are introduced. Yeah. And 
I think we probably talked about how funny, like, even just the setup of the original movie was, where we meet, like, one of Demi's friends at, like, school, but then it's just basically like, eh, she made it into Camp Rock somehow. Go to Camp Rock. This one, they're just, it starts off on the road to Camp Rock, not fucking yeah, about it anyways. No, they, they do a little, um... Kind of like an overview of the camp before we show them driving, you know, like kind of, you know, shows them Being setting like, up the oh, camp. The and memories. We love preparing. Camp Rock. But, but when they're pulling up to the camp, they notice another, like a new sign that wasn't there prior. Mm-hmm. And this new sign is for a new camp, a new uh, rock camp. You know, no, this is Camp Star. Camp Star. Where yeah. stars are born. Yeah. So we're reintroduce the characters she meets up with her friends in the cabin they seem to just scream non-stop in that yeah, kind of teen like of, oh my god ah! a, a lot of screaming connect three on their tour bus it's broken down <laughs> they have huel along with them yeah huel from driver. better call Saul and breaking bad is their their bus, <laughs> bus driver, driver bouncer guy they're trying to change a wheel on uh, like it must the, have been a flat tire on, on the like bus. a cliff or something yeah. And eventually, the the bus just tips over into whatever body of water they're by. Yeah, it like it's a full tour bus, you know, and it yeah, it has faces That's the on the side. Production value. It definitely wasn't an old decrepit bus that they just painted Jonas Brother faces on the side. And be like, <laughs> this is this is Connect Three's tour bus. We see Huel running away as Do the bus starts to some mysterious destination we never see him he, again yeah he might have got ran over by the bus and died i just want to assume he, he died because we like you said we don't see him again and eventually the jonas brothers hitch a ride on like uh, a chicken, chicken pick, yeah pickup truck with a bunch so, of chickens in it yes but before we get there we start out with a showstopper because after demi's met up with all of her friends they've talked about oh there seems to be less people here which doesn't seem to be the case because we get our first musical number brand new day Starts out with an acoustic guitar until it's not. And it's a huge band song <laughs> and it's massive groups. So much choreography. Yeah, a lot of like the, I don't know, it's probably three or four minutes long, maybe even longer. And it's essentially oh, like a real music yeah, video. Like a music video, it's like a music Jacob video said. In, in like the movie. And this might be one of the better music video-esque uh, segments in, in any Well, it immediately differentiates seen. itself from... Camp Rock 1, where there wasn't really anything like this in it. There was big group numbers, but we've talked about in the different musical episodes we've done. They were diegetic, where they had the final jam, that's referenced in the title of this one, where it was a performance that everybody was there together. Oh, yes, yeah. But this, this is clearly, like, done, like, in a musical movie style, where everybody knows the choreography. It's a massive group of people dancing. They're all, like... I don't even know how to really describe what they're doing. They're like puffing their chest out and like pumping their fists really aggressively. That yeah, seems to be a... There's a lot of fist pumping and a lot of jostling of the upper body in this It movie. seems to be their major choreographic style. It just shows this. a lot of movement, man. It's just all about the body movements, man. And this is great. This is exactly what I wanted out of Camp Rock yeah, 1. Yeah. Coming off of the high school musicals, I wanted it to just be a musical. Yeah. But in a way... It's kind of interesting where it's like, I can kind of see why they didn't do this in Camp Rock 1. Because it's like, oh, we, I don't know, want to establish these characters, this place. But now that we know them, it's just like, hey, let's just have fun music stuff. Yeah. Where, I I mean, obviously musicals do that all the time where they just are musicals and they don't need to like, we don't need the origin movie to justify them just having fun in the second one. That's a major focus of this. It does get into some melodrama later on. It's also very much like High School Musical 2. But this movie is just more fun 
I think the music is better. We were talking at the end of the movie that there's like a couple of songs here and there that I didn't like that much. Whereas in Camp Rock 1, there was only a couple of songs here and there that I even liked at all. I, I'd be curious to see what the um, allotment towards songs in each movie was. It felt like there were a lot more. And, yeah, and, I kind of feel this, like Camp Rock 1, 1 had a couple of songs that were like performed a couple of times because there was the whole mystery of Demi's song and who was performing it or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of Demi, I think they are... Which I didn't realize when we did our first episode. Uh, Demi Lovato identifies with they, them pronouns. So oh. if we misused her pronouns, we didn't mean that in the first episode. But in this one, I think she, sorry, they is a better singer, uh, has improved or more matured more, and also has generally better acting ability. She doesn't put her face in flower, though. Or they, they doesn't put their face in flower. Demi yeah, doesn't. I, that's why I've tried to just say Demi more. Uh, Demi more. <laughs> Demi more. <laughs> which was the highlight of the first movie oh, no. already off to a great start yes i'm trying to remember how high, uh, high school musical 2 also had a very similar opening it was the last day of school mrs darvis oh, yeah. represent and throw the papers in the uh, air and they go hang but this and... movie maintains that energy going forward where high school musical 2 i didn't feel like did the whole sequence ends and it's like oh was this the opening jam because they had all those different jams in the first one brown cornea why do I keep saying Brown uh, Cesario? Brown Cesario. He comes up and he's like, yeah, that was Demi Lovato. I was, that, that was pretty tight, that right? That sounds like a wrestler's name, Brown Cesario. Well, Antonio Cesaro okay. was a, a wrestler. Okay. And is maybe coming back to WWE Ooh. if the rumors can be believed. Spoiler alert. But Jacob brought up earlier that we saw that Camp Star sign. That yes. is going to be the primary conflict of yeah, this movie. Like the villain. Which is hilarious. We'll eventually learn that Camp Rock is run by, I think, Axel Turner, who is a former bandmate of Brown, Brown Cesario in the band Wet Crows. Wet Crows, yes. <laughs> we and, believe and that's the name of their band. Because we see like a poster that he motions to later on in the film. And again, Brown is Australian. Correct. E- either Alex or uh, Axel is supposed to be, but he's, he hardly sounds like he has an accent at all. He's some, no he kind way. of reminds me of, I don't know, he kind of looks like when he wears his sunglasses, which he wears a lot in the movie, a sort of a Ringo Starr kind of look. And and he is the father of one of the love interests and one of the new main characters. That's like the, supposed to be the B plot, but it even kind of feels like a C plot almost. To what would be the story? So yeah, that is Dana. Axel Turner's daughter, played by Chloe Bridges, who I thought was more of a person, but I think I was getting her confused with somebody else. She is not a singer. She is not a guitarist. She is a keyboardist. And she's not the best actress, I would say. But she talked about earlier lots of pairings romantically in this. She is paired up with Nick Jonas, who in my mind is the Jonas I think of most of the time when I think of the Jonas Brothers. I don't know if he's been like the more breakout after the group disbanded or whatever. Uh, I think he's maybe the youngest, but Nick and Joe definitely seem like maybe they're the most popular. So they get the love interest in this. Kevin gets paired up with children, not in a sexual way or romantic way. He just eventually we'll get into it. He becomes a camp counselor. But for now, we've set up this conflict camp star. I think it's hilarious because... They of just they this rivalry between them. They introduce them with literally like a drive-by shooting. After the opening jam, there's just 
motorboats driving by and they're like, fuck Camp Star, bro! <laughs> so they, they shoot with, I don't know, guns, some kind of launchers. The, and little care packages float yes. down with parachutes. Parachuted care packages. Oh, each what's one, in this? Marshmallows? Chocolates, graham crackers, Sorry, and something Sorry, you did else. not, you, the reveal of graham crackers, the kid's like, graham, graham crackers? <laughs> he was, sorry. That guy, uh, we believe, he is the very, same actor from the first hyped. movie who was asked what his mom is like, and he said, she's like a mom. She's like <laughs> a mom. <laughs> and it's not just a coincidence that these two campgrounds are next to each other. It's Axel. There's bad blood between them, and he's trying to stick it to Brown, where he's even. Yeah. They commented on there not being as many campers there, which is crazy because we saw more campers in the opening music number than in any other point in Camp Rock well, 1. Well, see, and, and not much time has passed either. It's only been a couple years. In Maybe sp- even a year. Yeah. I think probably but a this year. this guy has built literally like a, a compound. His, this new camp he's built is just massive. It's got a massive amphitheater. It's huge. And it's... Pushed Camp Rock, even though Camp Rock in this first movie was built up as this is where all these stars are made. It's how you begin your career. It's a rite of passage. Now they've lost a bunch of campers to Camp Star, which is now treated like Camp Rock used to be, where it's like, this is how you get big. It's like this camp has only, it hasn't existed before. I don't know how it could be so established. But now it's pushed Camp Rock to the point of near destitution, where they don't have the money. Because of not enough campers coming in, which just seems crazy. So yes, this like said, this is where they established that there's supposed to be less campers than normal, which we don't think is the case. We think there's more than usual, but along with these care packages is an uh, invitation to come to the opening bonfire at Camp Star. Yes, they come. Uh, and it's as Jacob said, it's a big compound, just cement blocks. We. See some of their different facilities. They got nice recording studios. And, and all, all the Camp Rock people are like, wow, amazing. The the one girl that we don't like, the, the trader Tess, girl. Tess yes, Tyler. Is saying, I haven't stopped saying amazing since I got here. They've got air-conditioned cabins, which I don't even know if they really have cabins because everything seems to be made out of cement there. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, they're here for the bonfire, campfire. But it's more, it's more than that. It ends up being a lot more than that. I don't even think there is a bonfire. No, but no. fittingly, a song is performed here yes. called Fire, Ooh. performed by the actor's Childish name. Childish Gambino. Bonfire. I don't remember his character's name because it's not as memorable as his performance name, which is Matthew M. Finley. Oh, God. Song called Fire, my notes say, not fire. Not no. Not a big fan of this one. It's more... Supposed to be kind of like a pop hip hop style. I thought yeah. it maybe even felt like kind of a boy band performance, but he is the central figure in it. There's lots of backup dancers and singers, but it's just, eh, it wasn't doing it for no, me. No, we weren't feeling it. Um, the... One of the persons in the background, though, is we mentioned keyboard Dana, girl. Yes. who's playing the keyboard. And somehow when the song ends, she has like tossed. A bracelet or her bracelet it has gone snaps off, of her off of her wrist and hits Nick Jonas Nick in, the, in eye. the eye. And he's like, oh, my God. And she's like scared because she just like it's her lucky charm bracelet, I guess. And she doesn't know where it went. And that sets up their whole relationship that yeah. kind of turns into this Romeo and Juliet thing. Where, yeah. Oh, you're we're from rival families. I mean, campgrounds. Yeah. But uh, my, my father won't let me see. You. My father hates your kind of uncle. We're really not hates sure how your you're kind. related to him. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. 
she comes up and it, Nick is supposed to be awkward, but he, like she's also like, awkward, well, but he's just in like a bad really, acting he's way. He's really weird. Where in she's this like, movie. oh, that's my lucky charm. I guess this is my lucky day seeing you. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and she says, I like your eyes. And he's he says, like, everyone tells me that. Yeah, I get it a lot. <laughs> See ya. It, it was weird. And it, it was, she asks him if he wants to keep the bracelet. And he's like, what would I do with a bracelet? And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, guys don't wear bracelets. <laughs> so and then as soon as uh, her dad must come up behind her, I think. Her dad is always coming up either behind yeah. her or Nick Jonas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And takes off his true. sunglasses dramatically. And Nick turns around and walks away and he's like, stupid. And then he gives the answers that he wished he would have said. Yes, I would like your bracelet. And I also think your eyes are pretty. Like, and that's this, what he this is to classic, say. you know, I just watched a whole video series on YouTube breaking down all of iCarly. And well, this is, I mean, a huge part of iCarly. I don't know if you were that familiar with it. I no. only saw some episodes here and there, but it was, there was a love triangle or like, who is Freddie going to go? Is he going to go with Ooh. Carly or is he going to go with Sam? Freddie got fingered. Freddie would do stuff. He's like, oh, I can't believe I screwed up. And everybody's like, oh, I want him to go with this person. And this is, feels very much like that of like, Nick is awkward. He's screwing up. And the, the teens watching are like, oh, come on. I love Nick Jonas. I could be that girl. Nick Jonas could fall in love with me. Yeah. So I feel like that's why Joe and Nick, they're for the, the girls to self-insert into the roles of like Demi and I could be playing a piano elevated Dana. over the yeah, water. I could play a keyboard nbd but kevin nobody wants kevin <laughs> no he's just he loves we his need children. to talk about he kevin. loves his children too much you've established that essentially though this performance is acting as a sales pitch for the camp counselors which i didn't even know were counselors were really a thing in the first movie no but all I... of the camp counselors have decided to jump ship to work at camp star because now. the guy has offered to double their pay he also tries to steal the ch- the campers because he says that the whatever they're I, they're probably not captains they're probably like resort hotel rooms but they're probably they're, cells. Yeah, I mean, but they are uh, have AC and everybody's like, oh, tits, you know, gotta gotta get in well, on that. Fortunately, not too many campers at this point are convinced because no. they already lost a bunch of campers. But Mean Girl Tess. Goes back to being a mean girl, she, re- and, and re- erasing her character development from the first movie as little as it was, and she basically just becomes her character from the first movie. That's again. for the best. So, like I said, we don't we don't really like her as a character. She wasn't going to provide much, anyways. So this means that Uncle Brown announces that sadly Camp Rock will need to be canceled. Yeah, they don't well, have the staff. He's so happy we didn't lose that many, you know, campers. Hey, good news for yeah. us, isn't it? Hey, bro. Sorry, mate. That's all I got. We, that's, we, that's the extent of my We still uh, got to close down. So Demi, in a very similar fashion Demi Moore. to... Sorry, it's Demi Moore. <laughs> in a very similar fashion to High School Musical 2, where Troy kind of recruits all of his friends to work with him at the golf resort. She, here yeah, she's saying, the same, we got Same thing. We can't back down. That's oh, the title no. of the song. Oh, no. And similar aspects of some this High School Musical songs. Song. This is in the mess hall cafeteria, and it's another big number. Lots of uh, pounding. I, I they say they pound a lot. Yeah, lots of oh, fisting lots of and fisting. pounding. Lots of fisting. Yeah. Aggressive choreography, and whereas the song Fire was not fire, no. here I'm saying this song's pretty fire. We we like Demi does a lot of the like you said she does a lot of the the pumping of the fists, and there's like I said there's a lot of banging on tables, and part of the song is I think what what was the name of it. Can't back down. Okay, so like can't back down. So like like can't it, back it, down. Can't back down. So it cuts to different 
uh, camp counselors or the people that had volunteered with the camp counselors, like maybe walking away, like to go to the other thing, but she's pulling them back and she's like, can't back down. But, like everybody just keeps trying to leave and she's pulling them back in. My they, favorite part is at one point, it's not even number. really explicitly revealed. It's only like slightly at the side of the frame is that there's a DJ in a booth. Yeah. Spinning <laughs> reference yeah. this whole she, time. Well, like I, I guess for, for most of the, the dance sequence anyways, they're like, they're facing him. They're like singing to him. Mm-hmm. Like they're, yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a fun. And this scene. is where I asked Jacob. It was a what, good good set. How long he thought it would be for us until we see somebody dab in a, a Disney Channel I, original movie? I don't know in popular culture when that became a thing. Yeah, my you fear know, though, because it also 20, has to be something 20, in popular culture, 20, and then Disney 6, needs to learn about it. So then it'd be like a couple of years. Twenty sixteen, really seventeen, or was it maybe way before that? But this is maybe concerned about: is there going to be flossing and stuff? Yeah, Fortnite dances and like oh, zombies too, or is probably. all the choreography just going to be flossing? I guess it'd be flossing before there's dabbing. Wow. Bet now. All right, that's the <laughs> bet. Jacob is team floss. Place I'm team bets. dab. Oh, no. All right, so that means... If, if dabbing was a thing, though, it definitely would have happened in the movie with those those younger kids. Hell yeah. Had, had it been a thing. But it's not yet. It was a thing. That's yet. also a difference from Camp Rock 1 is there's children here. Like, 10-year-old kids were... Yeah. And that's who uh, Kevin's hanging out with the whole time. Yeah. Because he's one of the new counselors they secure. Basically, all of the characters we named at the beginning of our discussion are camp counselors. And Mitchie is in charge for some reason. She's, like, running people's schedules and stuff. And it's like, what the fuck is Uncle Brown doing? He's just bitching all the time. Yeah, he... I, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know what his job is. The the kids are the ones that seem to get everything done, and um, uh, Demi's well, yeah, in the Demi's first mother movie, is, I think he did some classes maybe, but in this one he doesn't seem to do anything. Demi's mother is like only ever in charge of cooking. I, I think mean, she, that's probably all she really needs. They they do mention that she is taking phone calls, I guess, towards the end of the movie. So I guess she has more roles than just uh, maybe being the cook. Sure. But because those are the only two real adults here at the camp, right? Yes. Yeah. Besides uh, maybe some background dancers who are supposed to be teenagers <laughs> that are actually definitely adults. Yes. So Kevin, he is he's teaching a class of how kids can make their own like guitars or something. But these kids... He's, he's building a birdhouse at some point. He's these kids hiding. just giving him a hard time. They're mean. He walks into the, the cabin and he's like, yeah, who's, who's ready to rock? And they're like, get him. And then, I don't know, they just like rush him and they start just destroying the cabin. And he's like, oh, how, how are you ever going to learn if you just, you know, don't respect me? And I almost even forgot to put it in my notes, but there's a very odd sequence where he thinks he's getting better in touch with the kids in this classic kind of daddy daycare situation. Uh, and they tie him up and they put mayonnaise in his hair. No. Oh, I missed that. No, 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 no. It does, does not happen. <laughs> Uh, but he's sitting around a fire with them, and he's like, oh, oh this yes. is so nice. And he gets up to walk around, and they've glued a log to his butt. Yeah. And one of the kids says, log, log butt, butt, log, log butt. butt. We're going to call you log butt. And I just felt like that <laughs> order, that was like that... Yoda saying that to him, <laughs> where really it should have gone, we're going to call you log butt, log yeah. butt, log butt. Yes. So... That's my one note for Camp Rock is fix the the order of those lines. Meanwhile, Nick Jonas, who is a counselor, is creeping on that Dana girl. Yeah, he is a creeper. He's got his binoculars. And really, the most baffling aspect of this movie is 
these camps are both simultaneously close enough that he can yeah. kind of just binoculars look at them, but then also they always have to take boats Canoes. to get to them. Yeah, they're always canoeing. But Dana, we established, she plays the keyboard. She also just practices piano that's like on a, a scaffolding rigged over <laughs> the edge of a lake. It, it does look pretty cool. I do like the setup. It doesn't no, seem cool, very practical. it's cool, but it's insane that it exists, and we yeah. never really see, like, they purposefully seeming to never let us see close. Well, they go over there, but it's like not the the center no. of attention. When it's like this is insane, you, you can't see. It it's, seems to be like glass too, so it's like yeah. you'd be floating above the air to like then look down or something. I, I don't know if you can see any part of the actual other camp. Other no, than that, it seems that's the to only be thing you can see. There's one like cliff jutting out and this is the only thing so there. so uh you so, know what we get out of that is like they just built this just for that scene and it's the only thing you could really I mean, see he, i guess she like, is the daughter of the guy but be, what i'm saying is like there's actually not another camp nearby that did film it in another uh, yes, location thank yes. you jacob which is but but they could have you know tell I mean, me how movie is you hey you see that house sir they're inside it looks like they're inside a house that's they're not, not. A it's a set what? But what I'm saying is there are camps where there are other camps on the same lakes, is what I'm saying. Like, there could have been this actual amphitheater, this hell of a... Yeah, no, I, I know they didn't build the, the concrete compound just for Camp Rock, too. Maybe they did. They they were willing to sacrifice an entire tour bus. Tour? Tour. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Huh? Uh, so more uh, High School Musical 2 vibes. Tubi, Tubi vibes. Tubi TV. You guys watch Tubi TV? Tubi's got some crazy yeah, stuff yeah. on there. Big and big in the Tubi. Uh, because Demi and Joe, uh, they're never having time to just hang out. They had been emailing in between camps, but this is going to be their time to really connect after their first movie. And Demi's just too busy running all these counselors and because stuff. Because she overhears her mother and that other and the, the main guy talking about something and then she and then she really takes by it over here herself. she's just standing in the doorway yeah, and they yeah. don't notice her listening in but yes yeah, she hears them say something that panics her and then that's when she really kind of steps up her like i'm in charge this is how things yeah i think that done. happens around here where to make the conflict even more like stark is they challenge or yeah camp wars camp wars yeah that should have been camp rock 2 camp wars not camp Ooh, rock 2 uh, the final jam camp, camp wars but i did want to say that high school musical 2 vibes with this tension between the two love interests but that's also like such a a sequel thing uh i watched all of the the sam raimi spider-man movies recently spider-man 1 Mary Jane, Peter Parker, not together. Spider-Man 2, they're not together, but they end up together. Well, then what do we do with them in Spider-Man 3? Uh, they fight because Mary Jane doesn't think he's paying enough attention to her. Yeah. So what do you, what do, you do to develop like a relationship in another movie? Well, you can't just have them be happy all the time, I guess. So they have to be force in man. some stuff like this. And it's almost identical to stuff that happens in High School Musical 2. Camp Rock. But yes, Camp Wars... This is the only scene of this movie I saw before watching this, and it's amazing. And we paid homage to it at the yeah. beginning of our episode. All of the camp rock rockers, all the kids, the Can, teens, must canoe over march there. into. Oh no! The yes, compound. so they, they do. They march around the lake. Then we assume they yeah. probably boated over actually, oh, but they I march know. in doing their aggressive ooh, ooh, arm uh, and hand uh, choreography. Uh, camp rock, uh, and they're uh, clapping. We won't uh, clap on the mics rock. though. The other kids for camps are like, oh my god. <laughs> this is very intimidating. 
I'd be losing my mind. It was, it was, yeah, it was pretty intense. You know, you gotta like gotta pump self up somehow, and it's on. It is like Donkey Kong, and that's the name of the song that they perform. It's on, very similar to High School Musical Two, the kind of baseball challenge song. It's oh. a challenge song. They're challenging them to camp wars. All of the kids are involved, including the camp star kids. They are doing lots of extensive choreography. They call them the like JRs, a- right? Oh, no, oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah. there's children at present, and they sometimes call them the JRs instead of juniors, which yeah. is a fact that Jacob picked up on while we were watching the movie. He's like, <laughs> oh, they call them that because they're kids. And now, Jacob, his Junior. mind is a they are scary there, place. Though. There, are, there are children there. Early onset dementia <laughs> in his late 20s. But there's a lot of fun choreography. They're in, like, the stands. They're doing kind of, like, crossover, like, groups walking across each yes. other. There uh, are flips. People are flipping the one guy that dances from the previous evening. Yeah, it ends the with a really fun names. sequence. It's a really long take where they're moving between groups of dancers. Uh, one point, the transition, as they're panning over, guy just runs up, jump, flips off of a wall. Yeah. And he actually runs off screen to then come back in the final group later on. Just well done choreography, lots of fun stuff. Exactly what I want out of these musicals and what I didn't get in Camp Rock 1. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was another there's, music video-esque And there's it's, 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 it goes for a really long time because there's there's a part where there's a rap-off between the, the hip kids between both camps. Yeah. There's a drum-off and a guitar-off between the different sides. It's... It's fun stuff. Yeah. My note says, awesome! There, Exclamation there, point. There is a jerk-off, too. The uh, the leader of the, the this other camp. Before <laughs> I knew his name, I just said, evil camp star lead. <laughs> yeah. I, he's sitting in the audience. He's like, hey, I no, can rock, no. I can rock it, with that shit. He's not sitting. He's walking down the aisles in his glasses, his, oh, his sunny shades. He's walking down aisles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you highlighted this. You said, look how menacing Sorry, I thought the way you said in his glasses just made it seem weird, but it's like, no, that that's a, a sentence that makes sense. Yeah. He's, Sorry. He looks very spooky. I shouldn't I shouldn't always try to jump on Jacob well, to he, correct he, he, him. He starts walking down, and then he just starts clapping. He just starts clapping and clapping, and then people kind of stop, and then he's like, you know, Camp great Wars. Job. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah. But what about this? We do it on, on TV. television. And then I just say, how? <laughs> well, he is a big uh, hot he's, shot he's got music a lot of producer. Pull. He's got he's a got lot got of pull and he has obviously a lot of money if he can build a, a compound for dancing and singing and prancing. So the challenge is on. And this is where Brown Cesario is talking yes. to the mom being like, they can't do it. We don't got the resources. We're Camp Rock. In the first movie, we were great. But now apparently we're the worst camp ever. Because all of the kids have left. So hearing that and this competition coming on has turned uh, Demi into a bossy bitch. Yeah, uh, she's a boss ass bitch. Bossing everybody around saying like, hey, stop joking, laughing, get to work. Prompts one girl to say she's taking the F-U-N, sorry, of summer. The F-U-N out of summer. There's, There's no, no fun, fun in, in summer. summer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the one guy's like, if I wanted to do this, I would have joined the other you know, camp. And she's like, well... If you want to lose the camp, well, there were two characters that just kept laughing at one another, and they wanted to tell her the joke, and she's like, well, it must be that it's your sister... It's a hilarious story about his sister. Yeah, your sister must be telling you how they lost the camp because nobody wanted to do anything to save it. Well, to cut to the tension, Joe Jonas uh, starts a massive water balloon water fight. What is this sentence that, like, squirt, or what does he say? Uh, splash, yeah, squirt, squirt. Uh, 
Oh, he walks in and he Rye, says, oh, eyes it, and squirt. <laughs> it's it's that scene, uh, all work and no play, or all all work and no squirt <laughs> makes kids a doll. Something or all doesn't. squirt, no play. Yeah, I don't know. It's really it's it, it's yeah. I don't know. Watch the movie. We're, yeah. I guess we're saying. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's a pretty crazy scene. It lasts maybe a couple minutes. It's fun. I, that's the, also something I missed in the first Camp Rock. Is there's not enough just like fun camp stuff. Uh, this is what they needed though, because downtown Brown, you know the the main guy is saying this is just what they needed, and like so this is proper rock and roll. Yeah, so Demi's Demi's getting all mad. She doesn't like this is happening. She wants to be serious, and so is her mother. Like her mother's like upset, and downtown Brown's like this is what they. I think needed. she's maybe just seeing that her daughter is not happy about it. So I suppose, yeah. This leads to more drama though, because Joe uh, asks Demi out on a moonlight picnic yeah he shows up at her cabin and he has brought uh, she says how dare you Uh, yeah why would you ask me that when i have all this work (laughs) and planning and music writing to do how dare you all work and no squirt makes demi a dull girl so just like in high school musical 2 we get a kind of third act breakup song yeah well because he he maybe thinks she's i don't know maybe i don't think he thinks he's joking at all but because like she hands him his picnic basket and then he's about to walk away and she's like hey you forgot your your whatever you your forgot your flashlight flashlight just shove up your ass <laughs> yeah she's like really mean here for like a good 15 minutes and i think i remember liking I the breakup song decently in high school musical too, it was good i think this one's better i think uh, it's a it's a duet song similar to high school musical two of people Singing together, but they're not really and, geographically yeah, this, this together. This also happens in Cheetah Girls. It's called Wouldn't Change a Thing. It is good. And I just think Demi and Joe have really nice harmonies in yeah. this. There's some lyrics uh, comparing how they're really not similar at all, but they wouldn't change a thing. Uh, like Fire and Rain. Wow. Uh, like Venus and Mars. Wow. And this is where I felt, it was like, oh, Demi seems a lot better. And now that she was bad in Camp Rock 1. But she seemed just more confident, and her voice had maybe matured or become more honed. And honed. Despite, maybe it seemed like, oh, maybe they do like each other because they wouldn't change a thing. At the end of the song, they're close together geographically again. They lock eyes and be like, no, I don't like you. And they both go into their cabins. But then the next morning, Demi wakes up. Where is everybody? Well, Joe has been inspired by their song the previous night to have whipped them all into shape to then practice for the camp wars. But they don't have enough pizzazz to really match the camp star campers. So we get another song. They just bam, 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 rolling them out. Heart and Soul, which is fitting that I think that's the name of like a Stevie Ray Vaughan song because this song has lots of references to other rock and roll blue suede shoes they mentioned uh some guy from van halen there's a couple other name drops and it's essentially the jonas brothers being the real band connect three teaching all of the kids how to kind of amp up their performance because they maybe have the technical skills but they need to be a little more showy and impressive yeah and i i'm not the greatest uh music head i don't have all the words and terminology but this song kind of reminded me of Franz Ferdinand, oh. that kind of style of like, take me out. I don't know. If that's I like don't know. post-punk, <laughs> post-pop Hear punk or whatever. Home. But another song I thought was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a good song. Uh, at the end, Nick Jonas seems to be kind of walking high, yeah. wearing like sunglasses, rolls up to a bench where he is 
surprised by Dana being there. He and falls he over. Tips the bench, the bench over. Tips over. He breaks his spine. It's supposed to be, a, we would think, a cute kind of thing, but Nick Jonas still is kind of blowing her off because she's like, I risked my way coming here. And he's like, sorry, Brad. I, I risked my father's Sorry, girl. Wrath. I, don't know, I don't know what you want from me. He's still awkward here. Yeah, he's like. There was one time he did sneak over to Camp Star, and she's like, I accidentally wrote your name on my wrist in permanent marker. Oh, my gosh. Why like, would I do that? He's like, nobody ever wrote my name on their wrist before. And I'm like, what is, what and is then her, going on? And then her dad's on? coming, and then he hides underneath the canoe. Is this what teens are like? <laughs> yeah, he hides underneath the canoe in the water like Jack Sparrow and Will Turner. And he walks his way back across the, the lake. But in this situation, she's just like, I haven't learned anything about you. You haven't told me. It's like, you guys have had like two conversations this whole movie. Like, well, he hasn't had an their, opportunity. Their complete really. interactions are looking through one uh, through binoculars to one another from across a lake. Yeah, we kind of have seen all their interactions. Their they first had interaction was with, at the first thing, and her father interrupts. Here, this is their second interaction together. And the father interrupts. But really, it's just supposed to coincide with the Demi-Joe drama yeah. that we just get some more forced melodrama here. We get kind of a sad montage set to a song that we don't see them singing in the movie, but it's a Joe Jonas, Demi Lovato song. Hmm. You're My Favorite Song is the name of the song. Wow. <laughs> At the end of it, partially because of uh, Joe kind of helping everybody get whipped into shape, they make up, it seems. And Joe yeah, was kind of like, yeah. he had been kind of saying, I don't get girls. You know what? Girls aren't that important. And Joe then tells Nick, he's like, hey, you know what? Girls kind of tight. You know what I'm saying? So Whoa. he gives him some advice on girls. So then Nick goes to Camp Star to Camp make up Rock. with Dana. Did a little uh, Scooby-Doo sneaking. Ooh, as love he, our Scooby-Doo. Jacob liked a lot that he's teleporting around. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a fun little, fun little scene. And another really fun song, he is saying, hey, you know, you don't really know who I am, Dana. I can't find the words to say it, but I can find the words to sing it. Ooh. And the song is Introducing Me, which is a very cutesy song, just uh, him and an acoustic guitar. And I feel like this song was maybe, uh, as kids say, low-key influential because it sounds very similar in vibes to... Lazy Song, or The Lazy Song by Bruno Mars, the I don't want to do anything. Or also the Justin Bieber uh, mistletoe song. Under the mistletoe. Yeah. Uh, and parts where he's just like, do 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 it's not to the beat. I can't do it without it in my head. I don't know why I wrote down all this stuff thinking I'd be able to do it. That, that yeah that's pretty good thank you uh and it's like i'm a, a cold-hearted cynical late 20s man and i'm having a good time with this i'm sure this is blew the fucking walls off the house for all the the teen girls watching this movie wow. uh going uh, I, I, i'm not gonna say anything uh, what you're trying to say is this was a real torny uh, a real horny teen romp of a that's film? what jacob's <laughs> Care to elaborate at all, Jacob? Uh, they they might hint and they might, you know, talk about a few things. There might be a little bit of uh, tension well, in this film. Well, somebody who isn't getting any of that is Kevin, who is not only in charge of the children, but also bunks with them. He stays in their cabin and he uh, harangues them all to go on a sneaking mission over to Camp Star. They're wearing uh, 
bushes on their heads to go through the forest. They get to Camp Star, and it looks like there's a spotlight showing on them. So that yeah. I think they'd been found out, yeah. but they're not. It, it, it is, and this is where we kind of had a little discussion about how the it was chosen to be uh, the audio, I guess, of what's going on at this point. Yeah, it's essentially they're trying to spy to be like, oh, what are they doing for their song? Get some intel, yeah. And they are seeing it, and we're seeing them seeing it, but all of the audio is cut out so that we're not spoiled on what the actual song is. So it makes sense yes. what they're doing, but it's just executed in a little awkward way. Uh, and it's funny that like they're treating this as if it was like a, a shonen battle manga. Of, even if you know what their song is, what can you possibly do within a day? Or it's like, ooh, they're doing this, so that must mean their weakness is this, so we'll do this to them. But that's kind of what they do is they see that it's going to be a song featuring Tess and M-Dot. Yeah. So they say, well, Joe and Demi, you're our best singers. You guys got to do it. Uh, but then Demi announces that and she sees some sad kids because they're like, oh, we thought we were going to do it as a group. So Demi goes and sees the kids and they're like, yeah, we kind of would have liked to sing, but it's OK. It's been a great summer. You've actually enjoyed yourself this summer? Yeah, check out my video camera. Filled with tons of funny bits of us fucking around with Logbutt. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Jonas. Yeah, we, we well, remember the one kid's camera goes into the water at some point. Oh, one I of the Jonas that. Brothers knocks the kid's camera into the water. So I don't know how... Oh, no. The, the Jonas Brother had to jump into the water and scoop it out. But I don't know how it still worked after it was in the lake. Apparently it did. Put that in the goofs section. <laughs> And then that seems to have inspired Demi a little bit. And we'll see how that plays out because Camp Wars is starting and it's going to be on Hits TV. I can't remember if that's the name because there was some kind of MTV thing in the first Camp Rock because I think the final jam got televised. I don't remember if it was Hits TV in that. We get some stuff with Tess backstage and I'm just reminded of like, oh yeah, Tess has had no development this movie at all. And it seems like they're going to still try to twist it on us at the end because her male partner, M-Dot, is kind of M. mean Dot. to her and saying like, hey, don't forget your lines and stuff. So it's like, well, Tess has been a bitch the whole movie, but somebody was mean to her. So now we feel bad for her. So now it's okay to like her again. Yes. Camp Star's song is called Tear It Down. It's another one that's more hip hop, poppy. Uh, as I said, it features Tess and M-Dot and it's not great. It's probably the worst song in the no, movie. We, we don't. I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as good as like the the first performance from that camp. Which is weird because it's supposed to be treated as like oh, this is their we're competition. Gonna, we're gonna yeah. everybody's gonna vote for this. We're yeah. gonna s sell this as a single out there. This is some good shit. And I'm like, nah, this sounds bad, dog. Quote Randy Jackson. It's gonna be a no <laughs> for me, dog. But this is also kind of when we get um. We're educated that the the bad camp guy... Axel Turner. Axel has kind of paid for votes. Which is like, who fucking cares? Because all of the... Everybody is getting texts to their phone that says, vote for, you know, whatever. No, vote. American Idol style, you text the number to vote yeah, for. Yeah, so he's paid camp for star. all this marketing and but stuff. But Camp Rock hasn't even performed yet. No, so they don't really ever address that. Like, it's never, like, any shade thrown, like, yeah, yeah, and you paid for your votes, you know, kind of thing. And then it's time for Camp Rock's song. It is called What We Came Here For. Or maybe it's What We Come Here For. Probably came. My, my writing's a little messy. Came. And very similar to High School Musical 2, starts out as 
uh, a duet between Joe Jonas and Demi, but ultimately becomes an ensemble number. Lots of uh, people up on stage, big celebratory love all dancing. Of our extras, we love everything. People jumping on trampolines, doing a good kind song of like too. Pole dancing, a much There's better like a, song, a much better execution. There's fire. There's these circle, circle things <laughs> that they look through. and There's a video screen that's showing the kids' videos yes. up there that are yes. mostly of them doing D- pranks despite, to Kevin Jonas. Despite the kid being in the video who was supposed to be recording. Yes, according uh, to IMDb goofs. Yes, a real goof. And I, I think I remember re- liking the final song in Camp Rock 1 the most just because it was another closer to like a, a musical big group number. Yeah. And I don't. This isn't my favorite song in the movie. I don't even really know necessarily which one is, but is another really fun finishing song, I would think. But it actually, isn't even the last song in the movie. No. But Axel Turner did cheat, and he did win. And they show this in a fairly, uh, I don't know. We are always grading on a curve with decon movies, but a fairly nuanced approach where it's actual proper slow motion not you know disney channel slow motion where it looks like shit really bad no it is like i said like the whole production of this film and the execution was was good I, i'd be curious to see who directed it and what else they might have did in terms of decoms but it's dramatic reveal the sound cuts out we just see everybody slowly react and all our characters are crying because they find out that camp star won yeah <gasps> Ooh. Oh, well, well, let's uh, make sure the love stories are tied up. Dana and Nick Jonas, they both congratulate each other, say they did a good job. That's all cool. Demi and Joe, they kiss. That's nice. And now we're back at Camp Rock. Everybody's around a campfire. And we get another kind of zigzag song where it starts out where I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a sad song, maybe a mournful song. But no, this is our song. And we're happy. So the director of this movie was uh, Paul Hohen. Oh, who, of course. Who directs the Zombies movies. Okay, but didn't he direct Camp Rock 1 as well? He did another, looks like, Let It Shine. That's a Disney oh, channel. I feel like you called out like a guy who did the Zombies movies, and he directed a movie I didn't yeah. like very much. I think it was Camp Rock 1. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Jacob, you like this song a lot, right? This is the one where they're at the fire. The campfire. Yeah. I, I, this might have been my, my one of my favorite songs. Oh, never mind. This guy has directed a lot of good ones. He's directed Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, True Confessions, Cheetah Girls One World, which is my favorite Cheetah Girls. Oh, that's what it was. It was Dad Napped. Dad Napped. A rare miss for Paul Hohen. No, he has some good Read It and Weep. Yeah. Though apparently he also did How to Build a Better Boy, which I've heard is uh, quite bad. Anyways, it's a a fun campfire song. Everybody's clapping around to it as they get uh, warmed up. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. I'm clapping, Jacob's clapping, but yeah. also all the Camp Star people, they're rolling up in their boats and like the yeah, freaking the, like, the Fellowship over, of the Ring. <laughs> and everybody that like, you know, kind of walks up is is talking to Dr. Brown and there's, you know, they're telling him, I want my mom to sign me I mean, up it's here. cool we won, but I'm fucking coming here. We yeah. don't have campfires over e- there. Even the Tess girl, right? Tess? Oh, of course. Says, I want to work for you next year. And he's like, yeah, okay. Well, I just got off the phone. With my mom. We're number one. <laughs> that was the president. He wants his daughters to come here. They all sing along. They're clapping, going, na, 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 whatever. <laughs> nah, na, 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 na. Jacob has a much better memory of these songs than I do. It was good. It was a, it was a, a good ending to a good decom. 
And yes, that was the end. But was it? Because then we cut to Goofs. the trend of all these movies. We wanted, we joked about bloops, wanting no. bloops, but now we just got all we, these fake fucking yeah, bloops. Yeah, this one was kind of cheesy. Um, where it wasn't even a scene that was in the actual movie, but it's like, no. oh, they're screwing up doing this thing where they've written Camp Rock counselors on, on the knuckles, knuckles of their Each pants. one had a different, you know, one had CAMP, one had ROCK. Yeah, they, they, they understand. So respect but, our listeners. But I mean, it's like, it's like, take 23, take 49. It sucked. And like all they Made do- Made me hate this movie. They're just <laughs> laughing. It, yeah, it was really like the downfall of the movie, you know, it really- you feel lifted up throughout the whole film, and just the very ending doesn't stick the landing. And I just want to be like, fuck, Emperor! <laughs> and I'm kind of sad now. High School it's Musical over. 2, I watched that, and I'm it's like... It's over, but Paul Hoeing is not over. Paul Hoeing never dies. He Paul Hoeing's still a threat. <laughs> he just he just did uh, the, Zombies new, 3. the new High School Musical thing that just came out a High couple School years Musical, ago. the musical, the series. He does that. Streaming only on Disney+. Plus. He does that. So he's he's in our life for seemingly he's the next decade. He's a force to fucking reckon with. Paul Hoeing. Paul Hoeing <laughs> is going to make you his bitch. Yeah, we like uh, that. So yeah, I think this movie is not to be uh, too... Uh-huh. I think this movie rocks. Top 70%? I think I might need to find somewhere in my, my top 10 to wow. fit this in there. Oh, man. I think, in some ways, I think I like yeah. this more than the original High School Musical. I guess, yeah. But I have to kind of give respect of, like, High School Musical. Paving the way. It, it first, paving the way. But not necessarily, because, I mean, when did... um. You don't need it. You can't well, tell me no, how to. <laughs> no, I, I mean, just saying that because uh, High School Musical came out how many High years School before Musical that? created the musical, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's what I was going to High School Musical was 2007? And then what was... So the other one would have been 09 then? Or 08? Uh, yeah, I think it was High School Musical 1, 2006. High School Musical 2, 2007. Okay. They didn't even have the two-year gap. Wow. Which they maybe needed because High School Musical 2 kind of And this was a 2010 film. Yeah, this one had two years between Camp Rock 1 and this. So, the, the, yeah, I mean, they saw the success that they had in High School Musical and they just rode that. And I was kind of river. under the impression that Camp Rock was of like the caliber of High School Musical, but actually Camp Rock 2 had lower a lower rating than Camp Rock 1. And to me, that's very confusing because of just how big, I, I at least how big I assumed the Jonas Brothers were. It was only a difference of like a couple hundred thousand viewers. Yeah. And we got to start remembering. Usually the sequels, team. though, are bigger, though, right? True. Yeah. They would hope. Maybe why yeah. we didn't get a Camp Rock 3. But we're getting to the era. We're in 2010 where Netflix we're starting to see people getting away and cutting the cord getting yeah. away from cable to yeah. where we're at now where they get like hundreds of a couple hundred thousand yeah, we look views. at the ratings nobody like if you got what this movie got which was like an eight million close to nine million yeah. rating I think that would be like insane for anything yeah, no, I mean, nowadays like like the only other ones that would probably be big now or maybe even break a million would be like zombies or something like yeah i was looking because i know like the descendants i yeah, thought was like such a big thing i looked at the descendants i think it was like less than 10 million yeah so now especially it's like well they might get put on disney channel but it's more to, it's just content to put up on disney, disney plus. plus yeah so we can't really High School Musical 2 will it's, never it's be a tough gauge. defeated as the number no, one ratings-wise. No, but yeah, I thought laid out pretty clear. Like, I like the songs. Better songs, better performances, both acting and singing. Better choreography, more campground fun. Do you remember if we said... The 5th of September? Oh, well, September 11th. <laughs> Do you remember if if what we said in the, the first We did one? the Jonas Brothers. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, and if I recall correctly, I maybe compared the Each... Jonas Brothers to Al-Qaeda. Yeah, they would have worked with them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know who we do in this movie. Demi. Uh, Demi. You know what? We got we got a different segment to get to. Demi, Demi could not have stopped 9-11. Demi convinced everybody to work together to, uh, you know, save Demi. the camp. Maybe she could have convinced them to land the planes. All right. Fair played. <laughs> If you want to, you can give us your fan fiction answer of who yes. would have done it. Write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. But as teased at the beginning, and will lead to this episode basically being lo- as long as any of our normal episodes, we have the return of our Taste semi-recurring testing. segment, though this is the second time ever, uh, a whole new pop, a whole new which is probably pop. always going to just end up being... A Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew. freaking like PR corner. Yeah, thing. we got to get signed because there's not a lot of innovation within the beverage. No, space. It, it's it's them doing we're, their summer. We're not drinks, getting the crazy, you know, Crystal drinks. Pepsi, Pepsi Blue anymore. It's just Mountain Dew, yeah. and Mountain Dew's actually been kind of going like a little too crazy with new flavors recently. We covered I mean, Flaming Hot previously. That one was awful. And this time, I think there's a couple variants of Baja Blast out there. So this is a sub-variant of Baja Blast. Of course, Baja Blast primarily, or I believe exclusively sold at Taco Bell, but then they usually release it for everyone, the populace, the plebeians mm-hmm. in the, the summertime. The real plebs. Uh, but now we have Baja Blast Gold, which is due with a blast of natural and artificial pineapple flavor. And you've never had this one either? I have not. Okay. Uh, a friend of ours, or maybe more a, a mutual acquaintance, I, I don't want to speak on Jacob's behalf, but, wow. or, you know, Coulter. Okay. He reaches out to me, because, especially with doing this podcast, it maybe sounds like I'm a fucking, like, do-head, like, yeah, fucking do-skis, bro. I don't really <laughs> drink that much dem- I don't do. I like the, they have a Major Melon, that's their watermelon major one. Major Melon. That one's pretty good. But I'm more of just a straight Coca-Cola guy. I'm a straight cocaine guy. You know me. Camp Rock! Camp Rock. Uh, but he's like, hey, you tried Mountain Dew Gold? And I'm like, shit, I don't even know what that is. And he told me, and I looked up, oh, I guess there's two flavors I got to track down. Look at the store earlier in the week. Ain't got nothing there. But I found oh. it in a vending machine at my job. Oh, <laughs> so wow, I, weird. Along with some flaming hot Mountain oh. Dew. And I'm like, no, uh, ain't tricking me on that one. So I will... We got some gold here, and it looks gold. It looks like uh, a bottle Urine. of extremely dehydrated, dehydrated piss. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. Uh, I mean, pineapple soda it isn't like burn the nostrils. You're saying like the no. the last one did. Pineapple like, soda isn't an unheard of thing. You know, there's Fanta no. and stuff like that. It looks we, it looks like a different color in there than it does in the bottle. Kind well, of. I think some of that's the the glass tinting on the glass. Okay. Uh, they released, I think, last summer or the summer before, like a pina colada one. So that had more like coconut like tones to colada. it. That one was a bit much. What was the name of that one? I don't even oh, remember. No and I made the mistake of buying a 12-pack of that. Oh, no. But then I passed off a lot onto our friends to be like, hey, maybe this is good to mix with drinks. And it was okay, but that was one that you really needed to have hold and maybe in like a glass of ice to kind of cut down on some of the, the stronger flavors. Gotcha. So I'm going to get up to hand Jacob his glass. Oh, boy. So I got to sniff it, do the sniff cast here. I think it's got a nice Oh, yeah. It's, it's very strong, though. It's really, I don't know, what is it, c- c- citrusy? Sure, you call pineapple citrus. <laughs> I mean, Mountain Dew just normally is citrus, so it is very strong. Oh, you take your swig of it, well, and we got to do, my... do it at the same time, don't we? Oh, well, I'm just gotta doing do it from a- the bottle. ASMR, uh, it. 
It's not bad. No. It's not. It's another one where Flaming Hot. The, the like, aftertaste is like a pineapple. Yeah, it's not. Because as I was saying, Mountain Dew, it's already a citrus soda. Yeah, when it hits your lips, you really... When it hits your lips like a big pizza pie. (laughs) That's a more. So it it is, what would you call it? It's like a a burn? Is is that how you would describe like a citrus flavor? Well, I was going to say Mountain Dew already is citrus. There's already kind of a very distinctive quality to Mountain Dew that I feel like is always the undertones in lots of these Mountain Dew variants. And eh, that's kind of what it is there. There's some tones of... Uh, pineapple, but I'll take another swig. Yeah, and maybe that's why I never really liked Mountain Dew, because it does. It kind of like burns your throat, doesn't it, a little bit? Well, I'll soda does that. That's carbonation. Yeah. That's why I like Coca-Cola so much, because Coca-Cola is more, like, strong with its carbonation. Mm. Yeah, definitely uh, that last bit, more of a pineapple. Not bad. I wouldn't, like... Recommend it. I wouldn't say take that away from me if it was offered no. to me, but I'm not gonna go out and buy a, a fucking twelve Drink pack. More. Yeah, or it's, whatever. it's not bad. It's it's. Did you end up throwing away the last bottle? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did not. I did not drink but, but, the rest of this one. Hot. You'll you'll finish. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not tonight, cause you know, <laughs> gotta balance out my my sugar consumption. Intake. Yeah, not not bad. Um, I had a monster not earlier recommend. today. But but if you do like the weird flavors of Mountain Dew, if you went out and tried that flaming hot, you can give this one a shot. So that was a whole new pop. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, again, feel free to send those in our way through our email account I already read off or our Twitter account, AWNPod, run by our good bud, Dunstan. Dunstan. Shout out, shout out. He's always checking in. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash a whole new pod. Like, comment, subscribe on our stuff there. As well as Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, you know the deal. Uh, And in hopes, reduce how much uh, wet noise uh, we've got from Jacob over there. I'm just going to say apologies for Camp Rock. All right, pal, you're cornered now. Why don't you tell me about your sick, twisted plan? I seek to fundamentally alter the violence perpetuated by our greedy system. I want to take the necessary action to end homelessness, poverty, and extreme crime. I believe a better world is possible. We will punish those who allow the poor to go hungry, and we will right the wrongs of this cruel society. That doesn't sound very... Very bad. That actually sounds pretty good. We're also going to punch a baby in the face. You sick son of a bitch! (laughs) Oh, you're going down, bud.